That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Good morning, caviar dreamers. Good morning, caviar dreamers. So excited to be here today because we have on two fabulous women that don't need introductions. I call them the disrupting divas of their industry. They are our toast mamas. Claudia and Jackie. Woo! Woo! Hey! Hey, guys. Yes, and here they are. Good morning, ladies. We are so excited to be here. This Uh, is such an exciting day for everyone. I know. I am so excited to have you guys here. I mean, thanks to you. You birthed us on this podcast. It was painful. It was a long labor. (laughs) It was a long labor. (laughs) Worth every minute. I know. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, you know, we decided to have you on as you know, as our guests, because mm-hmm. the truth is, you guys embody caviar dreams, tuna fish budgets. So true. <laughs> you guys both really, you know, are leaders in your industry and started in college. Yeah. I mean, you're still very young and at the top of your freaking game, which I <laughs> cannot believe. And it's it's shocking. And I'm actually afraid of you. I feel like, you know, you're our bosses. <laughs> yeah, never and was I more nervous than when having you two girls on. I'm like, oh, oh my no, God, I'm going to jumble my words. Yes, our bosses yes. are here. We, oh, that's all we do all day is jumble, jumble. our words here in great company. <laughs> yeah. No, so we're super, super excited. Claudia, you went to NYU. Mm-hmm. And... What made you, what did you want to be when you grew up? I mean, did you envision this was going to be your life? No, I mean, this, like podcasting and being an influencer was hardly a job. I think a lot of people were podcasting as a hobby, but it wasn't what it is now. And I was um, a physics major for my first two years of college, wow. which was really weird and hard. And I don't know why that was <laughs> what I chose. <laughs> and I started Girl With No Job. I actually started a blog on Tumblr called Girl With A Job. When I got my first internship in fashion, I would just like chronicle, it was like a diary almost of just what it is like to be an unpaid intern in the fashion industry and it's horrible yes so I started blogging um and then I got fired so I changed yeah I changed the name from girl with a job to girl with no job and then that just kind of like snowballed I think a lot of the the success of girl with no job is just because the name is so it resonates with people it does with millennials too yes yeah and also with all your memes I mean those crazy I mean I think you really started the memes with everybody I mean I like it's just so crazy to see how it's evolved. Like when I 
first got into Instagram, I wasn't sure what I was going to post because I didn't want to post me. I wanted to post different funny content that I saw or that I made. And it's just so weird how it's evolved into a full-blown industry. As far as I'm concerned, you started the industry because people were talking <laughs> about you. Like, before I was on Housewives, everyone was like, do you know this person, girl, at no job? I was like, oh, my God, she's, like, amazing. She's, <laughs> she's crazy. She's fabulous. And then, Jackie, you were at Colgate. Yes. And tell me. So I started, like, just my own personal social media at Colgate. I kind of went the total opposite route of Claudia, but then we ended up in the same place. Whereas I went, like, the corporate route. I was like, oh, social media is a job. I'm going to do it for companies. So that's what I did for a few years after I graduated. And then Claudia and I got the opportunity to work together and start a business of our own. So we really used all of our different talents that we learned in the past, like, five years mm-hmm. about the industry and Claudia is really the creative hilarious one and then I sort of you know bring the steer hammer the down d- steer the ship and it works because of all of that previous experience and just like we're so similar to other people but if you know us really well you see exactly how different we are right and that's what makes the business work because like she's I don't know which one's left brain right brain but right. we're both sides I think of the brain I'm left it, whatever the yep. cr- like the creative free spirit the hilarious <laughs> no <laughs> and I'm like I'm super tactical and like follow Organized. the rules but like she's like the rule breaker and to have both I think that's what makes the business work yeah no I agree I feel I, like we have that too I yeah. feel like that's Lexi and myself I yeah. would say Lexi might be the real Margaret Josephs because okay. I my always hand say, on your ass like yeah, she has one hand on my ass and I'm like the puppet I always feel like you know I'm funny I'm uh, you know the front person always and Lexi's yeah, but you the know, behind the scenes, no, that's business aspect you of need it. Someone to, even though Jackie and I have like lived literally the same life and we agree on a lot of stuff, you need someone in your business to challenge you because if you're just like in an echo chamber, we're like, I think this is a good idea. Yeah, I do too. Uh, nine out of ten of the ideas I bring up, Jackie explains to me why they're bad ideas, and she's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if we just agreed on everything, like, it just wouldn't work. You are so right because Lexi always is the voice of reason with me. Right. I come up with the most harebrained schemes. Terrible. Me She's too. like, um, you'll be in jail. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. You but know, and we've we've seen that show already. If I come up with a good idea and Jackie thinks it's good, like that's how that's my barometer for knowing, like, wow, I just came up with the best idea. Like if Jackie thinks it's a good idea, because I think all my ideas are brilliant, Naturally. but they're but really not. No, like some of them could be good, and we'll never know because I won't let them come to fruition. But I just explained to her, like, I'm always devil's advocate. The one way it right. could go terribly wrong, and it's worse than if it had gone right and you it's know? not worth yeah. the risk of it potentially going wrong exactly i agree now tell me about well you have two sisters yes. olivia margo mm-hmm. yes margo is um the snatchler we call her because she also has a show on toast news network called the snatchler where she recaps the bachelor talks about her life as like a fabulous young woman in new york i think like when i was growing up i wanted to be margo she's like so snatched and so cute and she just lives this fabulous life and i think a lot of people are intrigued by it and that's what her podcast is in addition to recapping the bachelor and our older sister olivia she's the businesswoman special of them all like, she's a momager yeah she's, she's the momager corporate you know, she's got it all figured, figured out. out. All four of you work together. Yeah, for the most part. Like, Olivia, when we first started our show, Olivia was our producer, which was amazing and so fun, but she just kind of grew out of that, and now she is a real woman with a real job, so we miss her <laughs> dearly. <laughs> but we all have found, like, different ways to work together over the years. Um, Margot was our intern at one point, mm-hmm. and now she has graduated and moved on, but we're always doing something together, creating content, whatever it is. Yeah. Now, growing up, did you guys always get along? That Was, a, was there ponytail pulls inside the house? Was there... Was there fist fighting? I would say there was below average fighting. sister fighting. Nothing like monumental, like you stole my boyfriend, but just like you wore my shirt without asking. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing monumental, like you, you know? stole my boyfriend. Yeah, like that was good. compared <laughs> to other siblings, much less fighting. But I feel like now we really don't fight at all. So we probably fought more when we were younger, but still not a lot. And it was always silly stuff, like really you 
took my shirt without asking. You lent it to your friend. Right. Or like I wanted to get in the shower. You got in the shower first. Yeah. See, his okay. only children. It's so I would have loved sisters to fight with. Mm-hmm. It was the best. It I was the best. I think that's something good to bomb for us because we're both only children. Yeah, we're children. both only children. Oh, really? So I think that's yeah. why we get along so much. Like, Lexi is like my sister. We're yeah. adopted sisters to each other. That that's, makes a lot of sense. Yes, that's why we get along so well. Yeah, I love so that. So both of you have husbands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have Zachio mm-hmm. and Boy With No Job. Yep. <laughs> which which we love. We now, love. they're on board with this. Yeah, they um, they love it. I, I can speak for Ben in the sense that, like, he just is in awe of, like, what our business is. Because a lot of people don't take us seriously, which is totally fine. Like, the way we look, we're super short. We say, <laughs> we say I mean, like, but you wear high heels. We yeah, but we just, like, run around running amok. And we don't, like, emulate, like, a typical business person. No, and that's what's so great about you. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that a lot of times people don't really understand what we do. And then once they do, I think they're kind of impressed with, like, the legitimacy of the business and just how long we've been, like, doing it and, like, the plans that we have. Um, and so Ben is one of the people who totally gets it and is always, like, on the streets trying to explain to people, like, why what we do is so cool and he's like really like our biggest champion and he gets involved whenever we need him to like I'm always like late at night being like can you record this podcast with me and and he's fully on board and he totally gets it and I feel like he's like our publicist you know Ben's really he's the man behind the woman I mean he is very supportive very and he's the kind of husband people should want to uh, have totally like, and, I, and he, I think that's I'm impressive. so undeserving like he's um, <laughs> no, no no you guys are both very lucky he's a gem and I'm like the worst wife ever <laughs> <laughs> now does he travel with you does he go on the road sometimes so um um, not not so much anymore. He just started actually a new job where he's so busy. He's in L.A. right now. So he's not with me as much as I would like him to be. Um, but when I really, really need him, he'll, like, drop everything and come with me. Now, Jackie, what about Zachio? So Zach's a little different than Ben <laughs> where he's, like, super private, but he's so into everything that we're doing. He and I actually met at work, and we were both working in a similar industry. So he, like, totally gets what we're into. And he, like, my Instagram is obviously, like, super extra and fun and all me but like he takes all of my pictures and he has so much fun with it like he always has ideas for content like we'll be at a hotel and he'll see what someone else posted at that hotel and he'll be like babe let's recreate this for your Instagram and those are some of like my best photos are the ones that he quote creative directs Uh, so we have a lot of fun with it and he's so he's so supportive and he really thinks it's so dope what we're doing and him and Ben like just get along so well so if Claudia and I are out of town like this past weekend we were gone and they're at my apartment playing Monopoly till like 3 a.m. We both really lucked out I think that a typical man especially a millennial like might be embarrassed of us like (laughs) we are a lot like I I definitely think all the time like how embarrassing I am like I'm always on the podcast talking about Ben and his parents and never anything bad but like not everyone wants to be spoken about all the time and yeah. I think that we both really lucked out in the sense they totally respect what we do they want to help they're very supportive and they're not embarrassed by us because a lot of the stuff I do online like could be embarrassing to someone's family well listen I also think the sisters Ashray definitely whirlwind strong women yeah but I think it's also very impressive I think you know something to emulate young women you're very much spokespersons for them and your entrepreneurs yeah. and I think it's very very impressive and I think you guys have you have to be a secure man to be with fabulous women like you to be like so outspoken and bold and like so sure of yourself like not everyone can take that on no, yeah. no. that's what I would say about my husband too yeah. a lot of people will say about Joe which really pisses me off by the way they're like oh he's a lap dog he's a nambi oh, he's God. a this he listens to everything no that's called a supportive husband people yeah. everybody yes. should have husbands like us I totally agree and I just recently made the connection that Joe 
is a spitting image of my father-in-law, and I cannot look at oh, Joe. I have to show you a picture. Really? I, I love that. I cannot look at Joe without thinking of Bruce, my father-in-law. Really? Yes. Bruce, Ben's daddy. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, perfect. He's <laughs> yeah. like a little father. Yeah, that's why. Joe's a great, supportive husband. Joe's incredibly secure. Both of you are probably the two most secure people I've ever met in my you entire life. You have to. To be with a strong woman, you need a secure husband. You don't Agreed. need a man yeah. who's competing with you. No. Agreed. Anyway, Claudia. Yes. You have been doing the Dirty Jeans tour. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's over. Like, I want to cry, but I'm so it's, happy. It's over. Yeah. January 25th was my last show at the Beacon Theater. Two years of touring finally ending. And I'm just so happy. I've been home now. I've taken two trips since January, but they're voluntary trips. Um, and it's just so weird. I feel like I missed out on everything for two years, like family stuff, friend stuff. I was never home. And now I just have all this free time. I like lay in my bed and I look around. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But the Dirty Jeans tour was, a, you know, that's a big deal. You sold out. You sold out the freaking Beacon. Yeah, I know. Which is a, which is a very big deal. And it was it was comedy. It was it was a comedy show. It was amazing. It was my first stab at doing stand up comedy, which. Um, before I did the tour was always my worst nightmare. I know I always knew I was knew I was funny, but I think that you can be funny and not necessarily be a comedian. I think totally. that some comedians aren't even funny when you meet them in real life, and some funny people could never do stand up. And so I just didn't want to be the person who like took themselves so seriously. Like I'm just the class clown, you know. But being this weird type of job, you're always trying new things. Like we launched the podcast, and we've done things that worked, and we loved it, and we did things that didn't work, and we never did it again. So the stand up was going to be one of those things. Like I'll try it once if the tickets sell and if people like the show. I'll do a few more, but if nobody likes it and I'm embarrassment, I will never leave my house again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up doing, um, announcing a show at Caroline's that I ended up doing, I think, six shows at Caroline's. And then I was like, great, maybe, maybe I'll go to Chicago. I have a lot of followers in Chicago. And then slowly just snowballing it into cities that I saw on my Instagram analytics had a lot of people, but then just formulating it into a tour to make it like more legit. I think that was very, very impressive. So Thank do you, you think like you'll take a break for a little while and then maybe come up with a different tour? Yeah, I feel like I put every memory and every story and every ounce of who I was into that tour that if I wanted to write another tour right now, I couldn't because I told all my jokes already. Like that was my whole life in 90 minutes. So now I need to like live a little bit more and I have a, a note on my phone about like funny things that keep happening to me or just like random things. Like I made a hilarious joke to Jackie about how whenever I'm in the bath, whenever I'm in the movies, I have to pee so bad. Um, and I don't know why. Like I'll go to a movie with people. I'll pee like three times and nobody Real, else Do you have pee. a tiny bladder? No. I, the joke was that I have a really heavy fupa and it weighs heavily <laughs> on my So I wrote that down and that's going to be like a whole shtick in my show. I so like that. Now I'm just like trying to live <sighs> at, in the mindset of writing new jokes. Wow. Well, everything you say is so funny. I mean, Joe and I will stay in our bed and watch you. And he's like, Margaret, replay that because she talks so fast. I don't know what she said. I go, Joe, I go, I think you need a hearing aid. Because I'm used to people talking fast. People say I talk fast. Yeah. But you out talk me. So that's why you're perfect for Toast News Network, because they're so used to Jackie and I talking a mile a minute that they're going to be used to you. They're going to be like, oh, that Margaret, she talks slow. I know (laughs) that you did the Toast News Network. I'm so blessed because there's no better network that I should be on. I felt like I was meant to be in your family. I totally Totally. agree. Yeah, I feel like we're related. which is so perfect we have felt that way though like since we met you jackie and i always like speak about how like the day we met you we really felt like it was this like kindred yeah i felt like i was uh, you know i'm part of your family yeah it it was just like i was meant to have fabulous yeah i mean i could totally be your mother your crazy aunt i'm just (laughs) like we're 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 totally meant to be there but jackie you know which i'm obsessed with you're dancing in your skims Yes, Which that were, was one of my favorite videos of all time. I could have watched that a hundred times. Oh my god, thanks! Like same, especially when I'm watching like on Kim Kardashian's story. Yes, right. I just like have. I'm one of those people actually who's never really like 
always in a bathing suit. I'm kind of like a, almost a never nude, but like not. She's conservative. So yeah. So the fact that like I went my most viral for dancing in my underwear is like so ironic to me. But I guess that's what people want to see. They just want to see me in my panties. Sex sells. But you're like a vintage socialite. The way she dresses, you're just like an oh iconic vintage yeah. beautiful socialite. It's the perfect way to describe it a vintage social wow that's really the nicest compliment ever really i mean that's the way i look yeah. at you like a vintage socialite all your posts the uh, Jackie, way that the way you dress new instagram at the vintage socialite oh my god at the I, vintage socialite right. i love that you're doing the book club thank you so much i'm having so much fun with it um my friends love it the people are loving it and i recently started like reading a ton because my husband got me a kindle for hanukkah and then i realized i didn't have to keep buying books like i, I and bring them with me on vacation i could just have a million books with me and then i was never stopping reading and it's just been so good for my mental health to watch less tv and read more i can't even tell you like even for my migraines and so now doing the book club it encourages me to read at least one book a month if not more and i'm just like people are really enjoying it and it's been such a joy wait do you get migraines Horrible. Me too. I I've been on Topamax her. for 17 years. So now I just got taking? on a medication that's a take a, like uh, that I take when I get a headache. It's like risotriptan or something. Yes, yes. Um, and it's been good. But then what happens to me is I'll have like a, my, a, a mild migraine every day for two weeks straight. But then I don't have another migraine for a month. See, that's, it goes with your, I think, your menstrual cycle. Yeah. Oh, for really? migraine sufferers out there, women who get the migraines, it goes with your menstrual cycle. But that was, so I've been on Topamax. Believe it or not, I could, you know, still get my period 52 years old just putting wow. that out there right hey. now yes yes um, yeah not no. that i'm birthing any children anytime soon so it's been re- like the past two years i've just been my migraines have been getting so much worse and i've actually had to stop really drinking alcohol similar to That's you a, yes because it's just it's not, not worth the pain it's not and i'm finally in a place in my life where like i can go out until 2 a.m and not have a sip of alcohol which is really hard don't when, take birth control pills oh because it's of my, horrible for migraines oh, really? horrible horrible yes Oh, wow. Can I ask you a question? How do you find, do you find it to be difficult or actually does it behoove you to not really drink when filming? Uh, it behoo- I do not drink when I, I don't drink anyway. Right. But definitely I think it keeps me much more lucid you don't do on my crazy. game. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, I mean, obviously I've done some crazy <laughs> things because I'm driven to complete madness, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I, it keeps me much more lucid. Yeah, I know smart. what I'm saying. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Of course, then the other girls will say, well, she knows what she's doing. She's smarter because she's not drinking. Oh. You know, they have an excuse. I don't have an excuse. Right. But I don't like to drink. I'd like to be in control. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good. I'm naturally crazy. I don't right. I don't really need to drink to have yeah. a good time or, or feel loose yeah. or anything like that. But I also, I don't want to feel like shit the next day because my head will be pounding. Yeah. Pounding, like can't get out of bed for two days. And in, like now that Claudia and I run this business and we work so hard and everything that we put into the business, it's exactly how much we get out of it. Like I do not have the time to be hungover. Even if I go out on a Saturday night and I'm hungover on Sunday, like on Monday, I'm not 100%. And like we're doing a show, like the show and the business, it's more important to me than, you know, having a few cocktails and having a good time. And now... It's taken a few years to, like, get comfortable going out and, like, being social without alcohol when you're so used to having it, you know, as just a crutch. Oh, absolutely. So, I, I agree. So, I'm not there yet. I still <laughs> to drink. It, was, it wasn't worry. easy. Your time like, honestly, come. saying no to, like, a delicious glass of wine for no reason other than I don't like how I'm going to feel tomorrow is not always so easy. But I'm finally getting a handle on all of it. But it's been really, like, painful. 
It is. It is painful. It's painful. Yes. I feel like if this doesn't work for you, Topamax has changed my life. Okay. And I take it every single day. Okay. That's great. Before I go to bed, and I I rarely, rarely get headaches. Right, Lexi? Absolutely. I I mean, I'm I'm telling you. I came here a big drunken slut lush from the, from the Britain. <laughs> I, I used to love drunken drink. whore. Drunken whore Lexi was unbelievable. I mean, well, she does have a wooden leg, and she doesn't usually fall off a table. But <laughs> being around you, and for the same reason, we have a business. We're mm-hmm. constantly working. You definitely brought like my alcohol intake down by you know at least twenty drinks a night. So now I'm much <laughs> more well behaved, much more on my game, much more. Um, you know, driven, and it really does make a big difference. Yeah. yeah, and I just think when you have something that you're so passionate about, especially when you own your own business, it's like exactly what Jackie said. Everything that we put in is exactly what we get out. So if I'm not putting in because I'm hungover, it, like I definitely don't drink on the weeknights anymore. I think I used to drink like four times a week, and now I'm drinking like once or twice. Yeah. I, but I just like good. to drink. I just feel like, you know, my personal life is solid my business is solid like yes. i want to get fucked celebrate. up yeah. yeah i don't yeah, I guess, I, yeah. Okay. And, and i find like i celebrate like the tiniest things like we have to go out to dinner tonight like i got it you know i got a great dm on instagram like, <laughs> oh, yeah. i just love I to t- go out i love to celebrate and i love to be with like fun people i agree we celebrate i celebrate much too much with the eating yeah we love this i, I yes. love to eat i'm oh. an unknown eater we're the same but we're yeah, the same which but is now I, th- I feel like that's how my mentality towards vacations like i work really hard now i want to celebrate like let's plan a trip we deserve it and yeah. then i I will drink on vacation because um, who cares if I'm hungover? Actually, yeah, but then exactly. it ruins a trip. I can't. It's Yeah. We, I don't blame you. You know what it is? Because we all have our own business. Do you ever feel like people are like, because we and you ladies definitely make it look so easy. You get to work from your home. You get to mm-hmm. travel a lot. And then people think it just comes so easy. Totally. Oh I find God. that mm-hmm. so offensive. If me or and Jackie are on the podcast just being like, you know, we really want to take a trip. We've been like working so hard. People are like, you work an hour a day. Like, what do you know about working hard? And I'm like, just because I'm in my house doesn't mean I'm working hard. Just exactly. as hard. Exactly. If yeah. not harder than you. No, and also like when I post on my Instagram stories, no, I'm not posting me sitting at a desk, you know, doing paperwork because With a that's, quill pen. that's not premium <laughs> content. Like right. you see what I want you to see, which is like the fun stuff, but like what you do in the dark shows in the light and it's that Michael Phelps commercial says. And <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm not like I'm not showing how hard I work because one it's not interesting and two like I you can just see the fruits of it, but not like not all the rigmarole of behind the scenes. It's right. true. And especially mm-hmm. like when, especially when I post on Girl With No Job, like the whole vibe is like I have no job. So right. I'm just like being fun and like laying in bed, recapping TV. And people don't think that that's work. And I'm like, I'm, you're seeing what I want you to see. Not like me and Jackie up till 11 at night in our studio, like editing podcasts. It's, right. Yes. Yeah. And when you're in your bed and your fire stick wasn't working when terrible. I was watching you, terrible. that was terrible. It's a lot of effort and energy to be on, to deliver interesting content, mm-hmm. to do your posts, to look good. To be relevant. Like, to be relevant honestly, and I know what's going on. I didn't want to spend my Sunday watching six hours of the trials of Gabriel Fernandez, but I did because, A, it's something people are talking about and that we should we, – we claim to be, like, on the pulse of pop culture. So if we're You not are talk- on the pulse of right. – you don't claim. You are on no, the so pulse of pop culture. So that means I have to culture. know about the documentary everyone's talking about on Netflix, and that means I have to spend my whole Sunday being sad talking about this boy who was murdered. You right. Know? Like, watching all this TV is us doing our – homework and people say to me also oh you're out every night your makeup's done you're out to dinner that's exhausting oh i, I kiss agree so more. many people and meet so many people which i love by the way i love meeting people but i could have herpes no i kiss so many people 
I, I mean, legit. You know how many people like yeah. this? Yeah. No, no. People don't understand. Like, it looks so fun. But, like, when we get invited, whether it's, like, to events or, like, we're literally being sponsored to go somewhere, leaving our houses, like, fully dressed at night is my worst nightmare. Like, I hate it. And I try Me to, too. I try to avoid it as much as possible. But it's so much a part of the job. Like, being a girl about town, going to events, meeting people. Sometimes it's a paid appearance. Like, I exactly. hate leaving my house. But it's a part of the job. And it looks so fabulous to some people. And it has its fabulous moments. It does. But it's a lot. Yeah. I know. Most of it isn't fabulous. I know. And part of the job is to making it look effortless. And you Mm -hmm. you two do an unbelievable Unbelievable. job. As do you. Thank you. you. Thank you so much. And is it true, do you book most of your talents still through DMs? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's very impressive. I love that. Because to be honest, we only want people on the show who want to be on. So if we had, like, a talent booker pitching, like, this is the morning toast. They're great girls. Come on. We'll boost your Instagram. Like, we don't want to sit. We would rather do a show with no guests than a show with a guest who's fabulous but doesn't really know us. Like, so we, most of the guests, like, reality stars, influencers, celebrities, will just DM us or have their people reach out to us because they want to come on. And we only want people who want to come on. Our show is just as good when we don't have a guest. Yeah. Uh, What? Without a doubt. That's you guys right. are so interesting. We don't need a guest. You don't need a guest. But we would love to have you if you would want to come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Now, to, and wait, Jackie, I just want to also bring up your filters are pretty fabulous. fabulous. How great are her filters? So about Changed, that's like, flow. Changed Instagram completely for Jackie everyone. Flo. It but, is. They are so amazing. And that's what I'm saying. That's what makes me say the vintage socialite. Yeah. Because I feel it's like, you know. You might not know who this is. The Dar's Day filter. Absolutely. I feel like they're like the old time camera filters. Like, oh my God, so you look so stunning. They're like, so stunning. Photos, like and like, I just feel, yes, yes I just feel like so many Instagram. The influencer vibe is very you know desaturated and kind of like grungy and cool, which is cool. But that's so not my vibe. And I, when I was trying to like even get presets before I started making my own, I was just like, this isn't who I am, like a, f- a feed that looks like that. So I started making my own just to be bright and co- colorful and just bring some like fun to Instagram because that's what it's been for me is just fun. And for people to love them so much and for so many people to use them, they'll they'll put them on old photos. So many people have messaged me like they have family members who pass and like the photos from like back in the day are kind of dark and they'll put my mm-hmm. preset on it and it just gives a whole new life to these photos. Aww. Like oh, it yeah. so makes great. me so, nice. so happy, like just to be a part of people's memories like that and just, it's really fun and just to make Instagram truly a brighter place. Yeah. I love that. I mean, you truly are. If you were a place, you would be Palm Beach. Yes. <laughs> you really are Palm Beach. Sheep. The Breakers. The Breakers. <laughs> oh yes. Totally the Breakers. Totally. Okay, let's do some fun questions. Okay. Okay, who's your favorite comedian? Comedian, you know, mm-hmm. both of you. Okay. Joan Rivers. Yeah. Uh, me too. Wow. I mean, oh I my could God. cry at this table just talking about how we were robbed of her last few years. So upsetting. Nice. I have watched that doc- documentary piece of work. I watch it on every airplane because I own it on YouTube, and it just makes me cry every single time. Like, you can admire such a work ethic from someone who didn't have to work but wanted to because, A, it's she true. loved doing it, and, B, like, loved her fancy lifestyle on Park Avenue and, like, needed to sustain that. Ugh. And I just – it's, it's like, heartbreaking almost to see how, like, she wasn't taken seriously at all as a female comedian, even though she really was a trailblazer for people. Like, she was the first people to say – talk about gay people on TV, referring to them as dancers, her dancer friends. Like, her, yes. Just it, – it's so sad to, like – now she's so well-respected. Everyone loves her. She's an icon. But, like, back in the day, like, she was – constantly putting herself out there constantly like embarrassing herself just to be taken seriously and it's like so sad and she worked so hard so like morons like me could go and be at the beacon you know no it, morons like you, she, you, you know are I mean. so like, yeah she, no absolutely i you know the whole story with me and joan rivers and my first what? agent amy rosenblum used to schlep joan rivers around when she was in between that period in her career when no one really Johnny wanted carson. her around after the johnny carson situation 
and I met Joan Rivers. I went to a party at her house. <gasps> I, the apartment? Like the gilded? The apartment. The gilded Stop. apartment. There was a picture. That's when I had that whole fight with Ziggy. I go, I'm more like Joan Rivers. I'm more like yeah. Joan Rivers. So, of course, they flashed the picture of me with Joan Rivers. Oh Joe and I God. were there. We had went to a party at her apartment because she was so close with Amy, and Amy was starting her own company. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you have a drink at that at that party? I did not have a drink at that <laughs> okay. party. I do believe I did not have a drink, but I had my pigtails. And, you know, <gasps> even though I don't have the pigtails in right now, um, Joan said to me, you know, you're very different. Always keep the pigtails. It makes you stand out. <gasps> she sent me a Christmas gift that year. Stop. Oh, my God. Yes, it was Christmas ornaments, but it was so I'm nice. Dead. She was Something. so lovely. Just Because I was the only person who brought her a gift going to her house. I brought oh. her a housewarming gift. We were all going to this party. She goes, you're the only one that brought me a gift. I'm always going to remember wow, you. What animals? She was so, I know. <laughs> such bad taste. I don't Terrible. know what everybody was thinking. But she was such a class act. So lovely. Oh. She was very tiny. Tiny. Tiny, tiny, tiny. She was just, and by the way, and so funny. Like, no one so stand funny. up makes me laugh, like, to the point of tears more than her. So, I. Um, I know. I paid numerous times to go see her. Oh, my God. You know. My, I was obsessed with Joan Rivers. Everything yes, about her. Like, a month before she died, Ben's parents had tickets to see her at the 92nd Street Y. It wasn't stand-up. It was, like, a Q&A, and they knew that I loved her, so they gave me the ticket. And just the day of, I was so tired, and I was like, I'm not really in the mood. Like, whatever. I didn't really have a good reason. I just, like, didn't want to go. And she literally died a month later, and I never saw uh, her. It's oh, my I'm it's so my sorry. biggest regret. Like when people ask on your deathbed, like, what was your one regret? Not seeing Joan Rivers. I oh my God. That's it's true. It was absolutely horrifying. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible, 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 terrible. Okay. So now fashion icon, because you're very into fashion jacket. Who's your fashion housewife? Ooh. I'm oh, not yes, fashion icon housewife. Because there's Ooh, a this lot of is good so ones. Tough. There's a lot of good ones, there's but I think right now in twenty twenty, Dorit Kemsley overall. Yes. Yeah. Like her and Erica Jane are kind of tied, but I just like I think if like eking out the race, I think for me it's Dorit, but I love them both. Yes, Claudia. What oh do my you god, say? this is such a hard question. I'm like freaking out. I don't know how to answer, but <laughs> I want to say even though I don't agree with all of her style choices, but I think that she has a great closet that I could choose from. Would be Kyle Richards. Yes, yes. her yes. and her caftans. She's a little nuts sometimes. I'm very caftany myself. That I love is a so good caftan. Very flowy and flattering, but I just I don't agree with all of her choices. Like sometimes I, I don't agree with it, but she has an amazing closet. Yeah, that's your vibe for yeah. sure. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Kyle honestly, does like, have an amazing blouses closet. And skinny jeans yeah she does and she wears a lot of suits a lot of a lot yeah. of great suits that are sexy and you know why i think she's a great person to look up to style wise like she dresses perfect for every occasion like there's so many different types of like parties and events whether it's like on a boat and you wouldn't know what to wear but she like knows exactly what to wear she knows the dress code yeah and she she's, does. she's been doing it since day one like now i think a lot of the housewives are you know everyone's coming in with their glam teams and stylists, stylists and hairstylists and they're going on trips with with you know with everything yeah, yeah. But, Back in the day, it wasn't it wasn't like that so much. Like people weren't bringing their glam teams; mm-hmm. they weren't having stylists. It wasn't like Instagram. But she's always been on point since day one. That's true. I mean, us Jersey girls, we do not travel with our glam. You don't. No. We have to do. We do our own hair, makeup on trips. Yeah, when you guys had the glam stuff. team come to the shore, everyone was like, "We're getting Finally. our makeup done." We were so. I mean, of course, because it was like local in Jersey, people showed up. But I mean, <laughs> it is so. I mean, we're in Cabo. I'm putting on my weave. Oh, it, oh my it's God. So, and when it's so hot, it's so hard to put your own. It hair is. And I'm putting together. on my own hair i mean i'm decent with my makeup thank mm-hmm. god but it, putting on my lashes because i don't have extensions anymore but these other girls these beverly hill babes i mean they're traveling with their full freaking new entourage. York does yeah. too yeah who else does new york yeah new york does but that was really erica jane who started that yes when not she everybody was. on new york travels no just everything. like tinsley and bethany Really? I feel like... And but they, and they always make it a point to have people in the house. Oh, yeah. they always And they bring a masseuse and everything. Right. <laughs> yes. They know how to live. Yeah. I mean, I got to change this shit up. No, I have a question. Yeah, you got to move to New York. Do you compare, like, trips and 
things with other franchises and be like, we didn't get that. Uh, oh, yes. all the time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I would too. All the time. That's, I'm always complaining. Yeah, I'm I, always, I always have some I'm like, why'd they get to go there? Why, why is that happening? <laughs> that what, was like that? when Vicky Gumbleson was like, I wanted to go to Greece. We went to Key West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why didn't we go to Budapest? Mark, yeah. I'm Hungarian. Yeah. Mark Senior's Hungarian. We should have went to Budapest. Yeah, why no, like Budapest? Some of the trips are so extravagant and then some of them are just not. You yeah. know, everything relates back to what's going on in your season. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's exactly what, what's really happening. So yeah. that that's what it is. That's now, hilarious. If one of you guys could join a Housewives franchise, which one would it be? Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's the only reason I got married is so I could be a contender because I'm technically <laughs> a wife now. Yes. Um, and I live in a house. So I think I would do New York because yes. I don't want to move. You could totally be in New yes. York. Yes, totally. But I none th- of those girls are married. So you didn't, I don't even think you had to. That's no, what's so, so now crazy. you're out of the running. <laughs> right. Now it's like <laughs> yes. I got married I so I could be a contender. Then everyone got divorced and I'm the only married one. Yeah, you're the yeah. only married one. Oh, my that's God. That's hilarious. I think I would go as much as New York would be the easy choice. I think I would do Real Housewives of Dallas because my husband's from Dallas. Mm. I love the women. Mm. And then like I, I love the sub- I love yeah, the right. suburban lifestyle, and so I would w- want to take the opportunity to get out of the city. And so I'm that's going, actually a good call I'm for going you. To yeah, I, I see that. I and I think I'm the only one who can mend the relationship between Cameron Westcott and Stephanie Holman. I like agree. I think that I could do that. I think you could. <laughs> I think you could absolutely. I, just, do I that. love them both so much, and they're just like they're not they're miscommunicating. I just feel like I could let them know, like we both respect each other. Mm-hmm. Let's let's move forward. Let's yes. move forward. Claudia, do you think you'll still always live in this? I could yes. still always living in the city. Yeah, no, I have no you, plans. You can never anywhere. move out. Ben's parents are from here. Our whole family's from here. I have no reason. I would love a second house. You know, maybe Palm Beach, Boca Raton. But I could see it. Yeah, I don't think I want to move. I'm too lazy, honestly. Are you Hamptons or Jersey Shore? Um, neither. I'm staying in my house all summer. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, we went down to the Jersey Shore because I did a show in Asbury Park over the summer, and it was actually fabulous. Asbury's very Asbury's fun. Great. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Asbury's great fun. boardwalk. I like the Hamptons, too. It's very too. gay glam, Asbury, which I love that. It's hard because, you know, these now, like, summer destinations are turning into, like, party, club, bars, and it's like, that's not what I want to do. I just want to relax. But every time I go Me to the too. Hamptons, I feel the need to, like, go to Surf Lodge, like, just be out till 6 in the morning. And when that's not what and I'm people wanna to do. And people want to see you. They, yeah. wa- they, want, they want their queen. Yeah, no, yes. right, they, they do. They, really they want do. their queen. Yeah. And, and they can't live without you. I would love to have, like, a house in a nice gated community with a pool in Boca Raton and that's where I would spend my summers <laughs> in Boca Raton very yeah. hot summer it's very hot in the summer that's why I have the pool in Boca <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie what about you do you see him? I think I could see you moving out of the city yeah I have always loved like a quieter life and I love the city because my family's here and I grew up here but that's where it begins and ends everything else about the city just like gives me major anxiety and I would love to live outside the city I guess it'll just depend like where life takes us where business takes us like my dream would be to have a second house like a state like a farm vibe farmy really? vibes yeah for yeah, sure and then vibes. i feel like if i had that outlet then i could tolerate the city more but i don't know as of right now i just feel like i'm expiring on this city i'm just yeah. always complaining about it the smells the trash the noise like i just when i'm the i feel taxes. like i feel like i'm my yes. happiest when i'm outside of the city okay yeah that, good i, but, I could say but that wouldn't be the case if i was alone and without my family so right. yes. we'll we'll see where life takes us but i'm always trying to move the family to iowa i'm like you guys I just, yeah. Iowa. yeah, anywhere, like the literally cost of anywhere. The co- like, we'll the taxes. We'll get a compound. It'll be fabulous. I love a good compound. Real Housewives of Iowa. Real Housewives of Iowa. Yes, I could see a nice little Ashray compound. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Not a bad, not a bad idea. We only hang out I with mean, each other anyway. It's true. So we we'll build like a nightclub on the compound for the nights <laughs> where we want to go out. <laughs> we hire extras to like be in the club. Yeah, not not a bad idea. Not yeah. a bad idea. Yes. So now tell me. 
you know, I want to talk about shopping a little. Yeah, because ooh. millennials do not really, you know, and you influence them so much. They really don't like to go to the store. No. Okay. And I still love to feel fabrics. Do you guys go into stores or do you only shop online? We do go into stores because we're like, oh, we have something tomorrow. Like, let's go to Bloomingdale's. Let's go get something. And every time we go, it's so disappointing. And, and we wish we had ordered online. A few days before. So I, I buy most of my clothes online. I do attempt in store, but it's just not there like and it's like when I go to the store I'm like why am I even here when I can go to Farfetch and literally shop from every single boutique in the entire world is online and it'll come to my doorstep in two days and it's such an unpleasant experience like the shopping and the holding your purse and the coat and the sweating and the trying on like putting my jeans on after I've tried on clothes is like literally the hardest thing ever because they're like soaking wet like it's just that's true it's mm-hmm. so physically laborious yeah. I don't like shopping in person it is physically laborious, we and just- I don't find that any stores have any sizes that fit me no it's you know what I do I don't like to see my droopy boobs in the mirror I'm not it's, gonna oh, lie. it's so oh, depressing it's, it is very depressing no, and it's like you don't want to like to feel fabrics though I feel like it used to be a sport for me mm-hmm. like on a Saturday I'd have a little breakfast I'd, I'd go to the mall and it, it was enjoyable just for like an activity yeah, yeah. but I feel like it, this is you know business is suffering that's why I feel bad about it but I do think we shop for like handbags and shoes in stores like yes. that's always so fun but I can't remember the last time I bought a piece of clothing in a store but I'll buy all that like at Revolve, Farfetch, mm-hmm. Real Real online. But then like when we want to treat ourselves, we go to the store because yeah. it's not the same to order, you know, to splurge and have it come in a cardboard box. You know, yes. you want to leave with the tissue. The shopping paper. IRL is like fun for one expensive item, but like when you need ten new sweaters for fall, you're going online. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's absolutely true. The problem is that was probably my only cardio was running the store. Right. So if I do everything online, I'm just getting fatter and fatter and fatter at this point. Yeah, but so they have more sizes so online. So yeah. that's true. It's fine. <laughs> they it's, do. It'll be fine. It's true. They have more size on it and and we can return yeah yes and some stores are making it easier and easier and easier for you to return like revolve is just the pinnacle of easiness when it comes to returns the labels there ship it back in the box they scan it you get an email like it couldn't be easier so i find myself literally ordering like 20 items from revolve and keeping like four and now they're sending you two sizes yes like you buy an item you can choose another size you have to send back the one that doesn't work but they're making it easier and like they're really hunt you down if you don't they just charge you for it if you don't send it back in two weeks (laughs) okay it's so genius yeah it is that is is very genius that's not okay lex now we know Right, I just, I don't know. Up. I just I feel know. guilty. I have like that old school mentality. Well, I got to get out of it. you are in the but industry, so. Yeah, I, I just always, I have some weird guilt feelings. But, but the if the stores, the stores are stores empty. have got to up the game. They, they have yeah, to no, that's back the thing. That. They don't, they don't Service evolve. It's not, not enjoyable. They don't it's, come to play. They don't yeah. come to, it's true. The selections are horrible. The sizing is tiny. Yeah, the taste. Like whoever's doing the buying, they buy 50 of the same sweater across different brands. There's nothing fun. Like, there's just it's true. There's no, no selection. Per- there's no, no personality. Selection. And there's no yes. instrument experience. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we know we live in an Instagram nation. So if you want people to come in, make things bright, make things fun, make things interactive, yeah. rather than me stood in Lord and Taylor crying because I can't find anyone to get me the right size. Exactly. Bra. Yeah. I left with no bra after trying on 46 bras that <laughs> didn't fit and the need for a vacation yeah. and a boob job. Yep. Oh, so yeah. it didn't help. Need a boob job. Yeah. It's true. So, Claudia, I just wanted to ask you a little yeah. bit because you're, you know, as I follow you, I always see you with Theo, and yep. you're always running the streets with Theo. And he's yeah, here and today. Say, when did he come out to you? Um, I mean, it was. You told me he was. Yeah, it was one of those things that he didn't really have to say. He, I just knew because that's like the kind of connection we have. But I actually, it, I like joke about it. But whenever we're on the street, he's very antisocial. He doesn't really like <laughs> to play with other dogs. And I found that every time he would like sniff the butt of another dog, I always ask him like, "Is it a boy or a girl?" always a boy so that's just how i knew he was telling me 
It was Taylor. Okay, good. And by the way, we love and care and accept him for who he is. We we don't care. Love is love. I love that. Love is love when it comes to Theo. So that's so great. Yes, yeah. you know, and I'd love for him to have like a little play date with Bella. Yeah, I have they would just girl. be platonic friends. though. Yeah, that's okay. I'm yeah. not looking for a love connection for okay. her. You know, she she <laughs> Maybe is. She is. She's she got a play. No, she's neutered and she and she is so little. Even she's though, so you cute. Know, we'll we'll make them play together when we're done. Yes, here. yes, they can have a little event together. Little play date. So, what is next for the the fabulous toasters? Because people live and die by what you ladies do. That is so. Nice. That is so. No, nice. it's actually it true. I yes. see people on the street. They're listening to your your podcast wow. uh, no i'm not even kidding you. it's Late a religion night, it's, it's truly it's a religion like, it's, it's become a religion wow so what is next for you girls we have the so toast toast, toast the news network. network we have the network we have some i'm super excited to be on really yes. oh yeah we love you're the star you're the star uh, oh, oh my god you're the crown jewel yeah um i could be the grandma of the toast news network <laughs> <laughs> the crown granny we have some fun toast shows coming out soon we have uh some fun things planned for the toast itself we're really just like trying to evolve bigger better but also like keep the show great and funny and what we always say and I know this is a podcast for you know aspiring entrepreneurs and I think like the biggest thing that we try and live by is like to enjoy where we're at and have dreams and have goals and like want to get bigger and want to grow but like we always say like if this is as good as it right, gets if nothing ever changes and like this is our business forever like we are so grateful we are so grateful we absolutely love what we do so we just want to be able to continue doing it always want to evolve and grow and reach for the stars but like this is where it's at and we're having so much fun mm-hmm. oh that's I so love great that. I love we that we get caught up in the moment where we're always thinking of the next big thing and right, you always want nice. more and that's like a natural reaction to have and it takes like every you know couple like we just we we were in a uh, meeting and someone very famous and professional like came up to us and was like talking about the toast and that was like one of the moments that like shook me and we were like oh my god this person knows what the toast is it was crazy and like things like that happen that remind us that it's like what you're doing is amazing and keep trying but like you've accomplished a lot yeah you and have also yes. some people would be like oh my god this person knows the toast we're gonna go here here and there and but we were like that would be cool but if that's actually the only thing that ever happens and we never t- talk to this person again we have the memory we have well i'm gonna tell my grandkids about that and yeah. that's awesome oh yes you guys i mean you are so both so amazing you've created the talk show that you wanted always to have and listen to yeah exactly which is so impressive and everybody loves you guys and i mean i love listening to you and you know what i think is so great you did it for millennials but people my age love listening to it Mm -hmm. everybody's so impressed and thank you that was the cool thing about going on tour is seeing not just like 25 year olds like 25 year olds and their moms and their grandmas and their dads like people it's made for people our age just because that's who i think we relate to but it's so much bigger than that it is well Thank you for having us. Thank be you, on the Marge. Thank you for thank having you. us on the show. Yes. Well, thank so, you. so excited. We love and you guys. Thank you. And you guys inspire other caviar dreamers. So yes. thank you so much. Bye. Well, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.